Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up, friends? This is Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, I want to jump right into what I wanted to discuss with you, which is the thing where a lot of people get stuck trying to unleash the awesome on the world. They're trying to do their podcast or write their book or get their thing out to the world, whatever that is, whatever their craft is, people often get stuck in this thing that psychologists call the confidence competence loop. And I'm going to over-exaggerate the pronunciation of those words throughout this podcast episode because they sound similar. So I want to make sure you get it. So it's the confidence and competence loop, confidence, competence loop. Okay. So here's what happens. You are, let's say you have something new that you're trying to do and you are saying to yourself, okay, uh, I'm not really sure I'm ready to do this. Okay. So that's, that's your confidence or lack thereof. That's your lack of confidence saying, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't, I don't think I'm ready. I, I just need a little more information. And so then you f- go over to the competence, competence side of it. Do you actually know how to do this thing? You go over to the competence side because you're lacking the confidence and you say, wow, I need some more information. I need to take this course. I need to get a degree. I need to get certified. I need someone to endorse me. I need a little gold sticker on my test paper or whatever that is, you need to get some kind of competence, okay? And so you go and you do the course, you go to the event, whatever. And then you're like, okay, cool, I got all this great information. Uh, And then you're ready to apply it into the world. And then your lack of confidence speaks up a little bit and says, eh, I'm not quite sure you're ready. You start comparing yourself to others, right? The comparison trap. Well, I'm not exactly like that person, so... I don't think I'm ready, so I'm gonna go get some more, some more information. And so then you go try to work on the competence piece, and then you go come back to the confidence piece, and it just keeps going in a vicious cycle. And you never really get anything done. You never really launch anything. You never create a product or put anything in the marketplace. You get stuck in this vicious cycle we call the confidence competence loop, okay? So what do we do? Well, first, let me give you a quick visual, okay? If you think of kids spinning two jump ropes at recess, okay? They're spinning two jump ropes like double dutch, okay? And they're singing the song, whatever that song is. I know there's a bunch of songs for that. And if you can see me right now, I'm rocking back and forth a little bit, pretending I'm spinning my jump ropes. (laughs) But you'll, you'll see these kids spinning the jump ropes, two jump ropes, right? And then someone will be getting ready to jump in. And the person that's trying to jump in, you watch them rock back and forth a little bit. And they they might sing the song a little bit and they rock back and forth. But at some point, usually with some encouragement from their peers, they jump into the jump ropes and maybe they jump for a while and then they get tangled up. Maybe they jump for a really long time and sing the song and do all kinds of other stunts and tricks in there, whatever. But at some point they jump in, okay? And if you think about those two ropes as the confidence competence loop, okay, going round and round and round, and you're standing outside of it, a lot of you are just rocking back and forth, getting ready to get ready, but you never jump in. 
So at some point you have to jump in. And the reality is that the quickest way to do this is to use your physiology, to use your body to fake yourself, to fake your brain into having a level of confidence that perhaps you don't have. This is where the term fake it till you make it came from, okay? Fake it till you make it, which I'm cool with that. A lot of people, I've seen some memes lately that are like, don't fake it till you make it, that's garbage. No, it's not really garbage. It's actually good psychology. You've just misconstrued it is what they're doing. Fake it till you make it is basically the idea of give yourself a boost of confidence so that you actually jump into the circle, you jump into the cycle, you get in there and you start doing it because you're not gonna get better at jumping those jump ropes until you start jumping the jump rope. Or you don't get better just looking at it. You'll get better at the game when you get in the game. So you have to give yourself essentially a higher or maybe a false level of confidence to get started. Sometimes you look to external sources to do that and sometimes that's great and people show up at the right time and say, hey man, get going, you could do this, come on, I believe in you, let's go girl, come on, you got it, let's do this. Maybe they do it with you, maybe they hold hands, maybe they sing the jump rope song with you, whatever. You get something that, or someone that's very supportive, maybe it's a group of people, maybe it's a peer group, they're super supportive and they basically just pull you along or push you along, or whatever the case may be, okay? That happens sometimes and that's great when it happens. But the reality is that doesn't happen a lot of the time. We have to figure out how to do this ourselves and so, one of the things you can do is use your physiology. You can use your body to short circuit your brain a little bit so that your brain isn't so worried about all the fearful, terrible, awful things that could happen to you if you do this new thing, if you jump into this new venture, if you get ready to publish this book or whatever it is you're doing, start a new podcast. So whatever that thing is for you, you got to get this push. So if you Listen to Tony Robbins, he talks a lot about that, right? Your physiology can overcome your psychology. And he talks about your state and managing your state and using it through your body. And listen, I just <laughs> got to see Tony Robbins again live just a few days ago. And that guy jumped around for four hours with us. And every 20, 30 minutes or so, when he thought there's a lull in the action or he wanted to cement something into our brain, he got us up and jumping around. But I'm not just talking, you know, for a few minutes. It was like, five to 10 minutes of jumping around, singing, screaming, you know, high-fiving and hugging each other. It was like, okay, cool, I get it. So using our physiology to short circuit our psychology or to help cement something in our psychology. Okay, but if you don't wanna jump around and do all that stuff, a great resource I can recommend for you is a book called Presence by Amy Cuddy, Presence. Okay, she has a TED Talk that you could probably check out too. Her last name is Cuddy, C-U-D-D-Y. I'll make sure I list it in the show notes so you can access both her TED Talk and her book. But basically, instead of fake it till you make it, what she says in her book is fake it till you become it. Because her idea is, and she's got a, a, a vast uh, background in psychology and medicine, things like that. She talks about if you can use your physiology to get you that boost of confidence that you need to get started, then eventually you just start to become the thing that you want to become because then you realize you do have the competence that you are capable, that you have the information, that you have the skill set to make it happen. You just needed to short circuit that confidence and jump in there and make it happen. And so she gives you all kinds of strategies in her TED Talk, in her book about very simple things like a two minute pose that you can do. A two minute pose. If you think of Superman or Supergirl, Superwoman, how they stand straight up with their chest kind of sticking out and their hands on their hips, like that's a Superman, Superwoman pose. 
she talks about in her book, if there were studies that if people did that for just two minutes, then it increased their confidence by some crazy amount. And so she talks about you could be going to a job interview or you could be having to have a difficult conversation with your significant other. Could you go into the bathroom? Could you go into a closet? Could you go somewhere where people don't see you for just a minute or two? Do this pose to get your physiology where it needs to be so that it helps augment or strengthen your psychology or your confidence just enough so that you'll get then go do this thing. Okay. And so, and then once you do it and you're in there, then it's great because the more you are now inside the confidence competence loop. Now, if you're inside there, if you're inside that cycle, it's great because now you start doing the thing. You start having the competence. You're, you're proving to yourself that you can do it. You start having success. You start getting your own internal measurement of that success and feedback. You're like, oh yeah, I can do this. And you have other people giving you that feedback as well. And you're like, oh yeah, I can do this. So now you're realizing that you have the ability or the competence to do it. Therefore, your confidence continues to grow. And then you're willing to take an additional risk with this thing. So maybe you push it a little harder. And the best visual I can give you here is if you think about a small child learning how to ride a bike. When they first learn how to ride a bike and they have the training wheels on, although now there's even some argument about whether you should even do training wheels. But when I learned how to ride a bike, it was training wheels. And the training wheels weren't enough to give me the confidence that I could do it. And then I would ride it long enough so that the training wheels weren't even touching the ground. And then my confidence skyrocketed because I realized I had the competence that I could actually do these things. And so then you wouldn't hear that rattling of the the training wheels on the ground because it was just me riding the bike. And then eventually it came time where my dad was like, okay, time to take the training wheels off. And I'm sure I was like, no, don't take the training wheels off. But he did, and I was like, ah. And I'm sure I needed a little bit of external confidence from my parents to say, you can do it, you can ride it. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm scared. But I got back on the bike, and because I had had some success, I've had some competence, I had a little bit of confidence that I could probably make it happen, and I was getting some external confidence from others, my peer group. That's why peer groups are so important, by the way. If they're helping you, it's great. If they're hurting you, it sucks a lot. So anyway, you get the the confidence. They're helping you with that confidence. You get going riding the bike. Now your competence, you realize you have the competence, the ability to do it. You continue to do it, and now you're riding a bike. Okay, It's no different than anything else you want to try. You're going to go through all those cycles, and you have to work on your own confidence and competence, and then you have to realize that it's very important that you decide who you're going to pay attention to or who you're going to use as your coach or who you're going to have in your peer group. That's why Jim Rohn has famously said, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with, mostly because they're going to help you through this confidence competence loop. If you don't already own a house, if you're renting a property and your goal is to own a house and you're around a bunch of people who have figured out how to own a house, or maybe they own multiple properties and they start talking to you saying, hey, this is how you do it and this is what you do and whatever, and you start to buy a house, They're going to help you. They're going to give you all kinds of ideas, resources, books, mortgage lenders you can go to, whatever. So if your goal is to own a house, and and let's not get into the arguments about whether or not that is smart. Let's just say that's what you want to do. Get around people that have already done it. They're going to help you. If you get around a bunch of people who are still renting a townhouse or an apartment, they're probably not going to help give you that external confidence that you need that you can actually make it happen, right? That's why... 
if you're not making six figures, you should probably hang around with people that make six figures. They're going to give you some confidence and some competence in this loop to help get you there. And then if you want to make seven and eight, you probably should hang around those people. That's why you'll see millionaires want to hang around with billionaires, because if your goal is to take it to the next step, you got to find those people that will help encourage that. Because if you're around the people that are going to discourage any of that growth, then what will happen is as soon as you start giving yourself the false, that little little boost you need of some some false confidence through physiology, you know, like, oh yeah, I could do this. And you start doing it and you start showing some competence. You start showing the believability to yourself that you could do this thing. Those energy sucker people will be like, who do you think you are? You can't do this. You don't even have a college degree. You didn't finish high school. Nobody in our family has ever made more than $40,000 a year. You can't do this, right? And they say that stuff and then your confidence goes way down. You don't believe in your skills or your competence or your ability. And then we're back to where we started or probably even worse. That's why you should read good books. You should read inspiring things. You should get around people who add energy to the room, not suck the energy or the life out of the room. You should go to good conferences and events. You should get involved in mastermind groups and all kinds of things like that. You should hire a coach because they will help you with this and to see this and have you talk yourself through the process of growing and doing the thing you want to do. So that's it for today, my friends. The confidence, competence loop. Realize where you're running into this in your life and go use some of those resources I talked about. Sometimes it's as simple as just moving your body and pumping yourself up, maybe going to lift some weights or going on a quick run. And then you're like, yeah, I got this. I could do it. Maybe you need to use some of the stuff Amy Cuddy talks about in her work. Whatever it is for you, realize that this confidence, competence cycle or loop is happening to you every single day for good and for bad sometimes. It's, it's stopping you from doing things. And so when you encounter it, realize where you are in that loop. I can guarantee probably 80, 90% of the time you already have the competence or the ability or the skill set to do it. It's that you're lacking the confidence because you're comparing yourself to others. So if you work on the stuff that Amy talks about in her work, you work on that confidence a little bit, it will get you then into the loop instead of outside the loop. And there is really like infinite power once you get inside there and things really start working for you. Okay. So thank you for joining us on today's episode. If you like this, please tell some friends about it. I just started this a few episodes ago. Love for you to share it. Love for you to subscribe and rate and, and review and all that good stuff. It helps more people get access to this information because I want to help people be able to unleash their awesome on the world. And if this has helped you do that, then I would love it if you would share it with a friend. Okay. So until next episode, this is Dave Gambrell reminding you to go unleash your awesome on the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag UnleashAwesome.